Hey, teacher friends, Noelle here, popping in before the episode to make sure you know about our new math membership, All Access. All Access is a membership for middle school math and Algebra 1 teachers that provides ready-to-go resources that are aligned to the standards, engaging, and rigorous, so that you're not constantly reinventing the wheel or scouring the internet to find the materials you need. We are excited about the community that we are building with like-minded educators and supporting the work that you are doing in the classroom. Now, you might be asking yourself, what makes All Access different? And I think the biggest difference is the new student video library that we will begin rolling out in September. You can find out more about All Access and watch several videos on how it works by visiting maneuveringthemiddle.com slash all dash access. Okay, let's get to the show. morning, teacher. I'm Noelle Pickering. On the Good Morning Teacher podcast, we bring practical solutions to busy teachers because you can love your job and leave your work at school. Join us each week to talk through tools and strategies that help you maximize your time and effort both in the classroom and at home. I'm excited to cheer you on as you face the week ahead. Morning, teachers. You're listening to episode number 19. Last week on the podcast, we talked about my four tips for those of you who are going to be first year teachers this fall. From creating a safe learning environment to teaching students how to work through challenges, you are going to want to take a listen to that episode. You can check it out by visiting maneuveringthemiddle.com slash episode 18. Today, we are going to be chatting all about video lessons. Likely at some point in the past year, you have recorded a video lesson. So the big question that I've been thinking about is, are these video lessons here to stay? Have they changed the way we teach? Are videos replacing our role as the teacher in the classroom? We're going to talk through all of these questions and hopefully this episode will give you some new ideas to try in your classroom this fall. So let's do it. I think we can all agree that the onset of the pandemic in March of 2020, and then that flip that was literally switched overnight with remote teaching and learning really paved the way for huge shifts in education. I think of the school districts that were disassembling the computer on wheels carts to send devices home for students, or schools that invested in these big technology packages to get them through the 2020-21 school year. So this brings about the question, are these video lessons here to stay? Will this technology and the use of technology continue? And if so, what will it look like going forward? For those of you who are new to the podcast, I am a former middle school math teacher and now lead our Maneuvering the Middle team. So I was not teaching in March of 2020, nor did I teach this past school year. My job has shifted as Maneuvering the Middle has grown. So a lot of what I'm sharing today is me actually gathering information from teachers, watching these trends in education, reading and learning, and then, of course, my expertise as a parent. So to go back to the question, are video lessons here to stay? Rather than tell you what I think, I really wanted to record this episode sharing some of the pros, cons, kind of like the good, bad, the ugly for both teachers and students. And as a spoiler alert, I do think they are here to stay, 
but likely in a really different form or fashion that we use them in 2020 and 2021. I think one way we can decide if video lessons are here to stay is to determine if they are truly effective. I mean, effective teaching practices stick around and they stand the test of time. I can see so many different avenues of how a video mini lesson is an effective teaching practice. Video lessons allow you to meet the needs of your students in so many different ways. If you have access to or potentially you have created a video mini lesson, then these are things that you will use over and over again. They stand the test of time. They certainly have the power to change the number of teachers in the classroom if you really think about it. Imagine you're working with a small group, but your students have a question and they're able to pull up a video and answer their own question. That is really powerful. They didn't have to wait for you to finish working with the small group. They were able to solve their own problem and your small group wasn't interrupted. That's a really big win. Now imagine that times 10 because chances are in a class period, at least 10 different times will a student have a need or a question in some shape or form. So we've essentially increased the number of teachers in the classroom through these video mini lessons and also given students more autonomy over their learning and what pace they're able to move at. Just this week, I recorded an interview with Jody Rakhausen on how she utilizes our Maneuvering the Middle resources and the grid method to run a self-paced classroom. If you're kind of thinking about that, you want to be sure to tune in next week for our newest episode. Now, let's say you already have something good going in your classroom. You have a routine and a structure that works well for your students, and you're not really interested in moving in that direction. That's totally okay. I can still see the right type of video lesson really working well in a lot of everyday situations that we encounter as teachers. Absent students is one of them, right? You're no longer scrambling to catch up a student because they've been gone for several days. You can easily send them the information they've missed, the video mini lesson, and then they are responsible for catching up um, and can review it many times and then come back to you with any specific questions. Okay, what about students who need a reteach? No problem. Most students may need to see things more often than once to just really totally understand what's happening. And this can make differentiation a lot easier too. Maybe you have students who are ready to move on. They can move at their own pace through these video mini lessons. Another thing that is a little bit more creative is a lot of time a suggested accommodation is to preview the material before the lesson. And that can be a challenge. Maybe you can scoot over to their desk and kind of talk about what you're going to be doing during the warm-up. But what if you had just a two to three minute video helping preview what you're going to be doing in class? That would be amazing, right? Or what about to prepare for an assessment? If you have these video mini lessons or this bank going, then I could see this being very helpful. Maybe they're going to go through their review or the different concepts in the unit. And there's a short video that they can watch to kind of remind themselves and just guide them through any questions they may have. Obviously, there's also the idea of the flipped classroom. We talked to Mandy Rice in episode number 12, and she kind of talked us through what a flipped classroom is. So be sure to check that out if you're interested. Now, the flipped classroom is probably going to be a larger shift. So if you have something already going that you really enjoy in a routine and a structure, you may not be utilizing a video lesson in that capacity. But if that's something you're really wanting to incorporate, then obviously these video mini lessons are going to be integral in a flipped classroom situation. 
The last way that I really see video lessons being helpful are when students are not in the classroom with a teacher. So let's say they're at home, they're trying to complete an assignment, they're reviewing for a test, any of those situations, and parents are trying to support them. Well, we know that you can go to YouTube and find thousands of different videos with different quality and different math instruction um, that will help students, but it takes a lot of time and energy to navigate through that. And as a parent, you may not exactly know what you're looking for. So I think that would also be another benefit to using and creating video mini lessons. I really see that there is a future with these video lessons and that they can be really powerful tools for both students and teachers. I also think hindsight is 2020, right? And we learned a lot this past school year. If it was me, I envisioned moving away from a recorded Zoom call or a 25-minute lesson and more towards a targeted and easily digestible video that meets a very specific need or concept. I say this because I have actually participated in quite a few Zoom calls myself, watched many different video lessons, whether it be a training or a YouTube video or an online course. And I think that the thing I keep coming back to is the engagement aspect. When I have a question or I'm trying to learn something new, I really don't want to spend excess time shifting through, sifting through, excuse me, additional content. Our Maneuvering the Middle team has our very own internal video library with all sorts of short videos on how to accomplish a certain task or project. It is much easier to scan the library for the title and watch a three-minute video rather than the alternative, which is fast-forwarding and rewinding, trying to find the exact right spot in a 30-minute video. So if we go back to the question about video lessons and are they here to stay, I think we have some challenges to consider and overcome if we plan to continue to utilize this technology. Video lessons are easier to disengage with. We have all experienced this personally, and I am sure you have experienced it with your students. You click to watch a video, you're paying attention. Something or someone distracts you. For me, it is almost always a child walking into the room or needing something from me. For teenagers, it's likely a message or a notification of some sort. We are now focused on the distraction. The video ends, and you may or may not have even realized that you were once watching a video. Now, repeat this scenario many, many times over. Remember that students can also lose interest in class, so that um, happens all the time. But as a teacher, we are watching and observing and making decisions when we see this happen. Then we're drawing them back into the lesson by asking questions or walking by their desk or making eye contact or calling on a student in class or just generally changing up the lesson a little. That personal component is really vital to student learning and it can't be replaced with a video. I think this is why we're going to have to experiment with the ways to, that allow video to be a tool in our toolbox of teaching strategies. Many of you might be thinking about Edpuzzle or another similar software that may be helpful in showing if a student was paying attention, and I can see that as a positive. In fact, I've recommended it in the past, especially as we transition to virtual instruction. But I do wonder if measuring if a student watched a video is the best way to ensure that they're learning the material going forward. Will we adjust this train of thinking? I think only time will tell. Additionally, after this really challenging year, I know that many of you listening are really excited to bring back the collaboration that was restricted in so many places last year. 
I know that those engaging activities where students are working together in a scavenger hunt or a station or on a performance task, those are the activities that allow students to make connections and process the content. And I think students are ready for those as well. So I think finding a balance between utilizing technology, engaging students, and going back to the tried and true best practice of collaboration could be a potential challenge with video lessons. When I think about video lessons, I think about the upfront time needed to create them. Sure, you can source them on YouTube, but that also takes time. I can't tell you how many videos I've previewed trying to find just the right one. You could also make them yourself. And because of last year, I think most teachers are equipped to do this. The challenging part from my perspective is the time again, time upfront making them, and then the amount of time the video should last and what to include. I like the idea of mini lessons and providing just enough information to keep things interesting and concise and meet the need of the concept. In fact, in an upcoming episode, I'm going to discuss what we are doing to break down our curriculum into video mini lessons and give you an idea of our structure and the thought process behind it. I think you'll find it really helpful and it's always so encouraging to me to hear how someone else is doing something similar. So as a quick recap, I do think video lessons are here to stay in a modified mini lesson format with a specific purpose in mind. I can see so many uses that can multiply the number of teachers in the room and provide support to students at various different levels. I think that the days of the long recorded Zoom sessions are over and the challenge of balance of video, technology, and hands-on collaboration can be something that we're gonna overcome in fall of 2021. I would also like to personally invite you to tune in next week when we speak to Jody Rakhausen on how she used Maneuvering the Middle Resources alongside the grid method to create that self-paced classroom. Summer is here and we are excited to drop weekly encouragement and practical tips into your favorite podcasting player. Tell us how you're enjoying summer and what you're up to while you're listening. You can tag us at Maneuvering the Middle on both Facebook and Instagram. If you've been enjoying the podcast, then we would love a five-star review. It helps us to get found by other teachers. For more of the links, resources, and freebies mentioned today in one easy place, check out maneuveringthemiddle.com slash episode 19. I'm Noelle Pickering, and you've been listening to the Good Morning Teacher Podcast. Until next time, friends, make it a great week.